Hey, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Let's go, fellas! What's up? Welcome into another episode of the Patriots Podcast. I'm Sean here with Ryan and JJ. Hello. What's up? Gentlemen, the 2022 NFL season is in the books. We had a really entertaining Super Bowl. I know none of us liked either of the teams going into <laughs> yeah. this game, uh, but you got to say, it's a great you know, game. it went right down to the two-minute warning after that. It was anticlimactic, but um, mm-hmm. you know, off the bat, Eagles go off get a lead early, carry that into halftime. Could have been larger. Who knows? Um, And then the Chiefs storm back. JJ, I want to toss you a question. Did the Eagles blow this game? Uh, A little bit. I mean, they did lose. I feel like the Jalen Hurts play of him, I don't know what happened. He basically went, dropped back, dropped the ball, and they scoop and scored. You know, you could say that's the difference in the game. And it's unfortunate because Jalen played a hell of a game. I mean, you know, they've been a running team throughout the the last their last couple playoff games here leading up to the Super Bowl. And in this game, they kind of let it fly. You know, they had they were just dropping back and going for bombs. I I didn't like some of the play calling late um, and they had a chance, you know, but they didn't they didn't pull it off at the end there. And then, you know, they got screwed, burned kind of with a call. You know, you could argue it's, it was the right call, but um you know, in that type of game, they have, I mean, people were getting mauled in the secondary all game. Nobody called anything. And so they called, throw a flag on a holding on the last, you know, what was it, minute 45 left. Feel, um, they would have, you know, Eagles would have got the ball back. So it's tough to say. I mean, I, you really got to just give Pat Mahomes a ton of credit, I guess is what I walked away from this game. When he hurt his ankle again, I thought that was it. I mean, that's three times he hurt his ankle this, in three games over the course of a month which is really tough, and he just – it didn't affect him. He was still making plays. Uh, he was running the ball. I mean, they weren't, you know, super dominant all game. They really came alive in the fourth quarter. But, I mean, pretty impressive by him. That's that's really what I came away with. Right, what do yeah. you think? I mean, I don't think they blew the game. I, I thought it was a good, tight, competitive game basically all the way through. The big play there you, you mentioned was the, um, the Nick Bolton um, – fumble recovery for for the touchdown that was a really bizarre play i thought other than that jalen hurts was awesome um played one of his best games maybe his best game ever on the biggest stage uh really just came down to it looked like second half adjustments for me um the the things they were doing with to to get mahomes open and and really beat up uh you know mahomes out out in space and, and to get the receivers open um they did some different things there, and they kind of beat up on the sec- uh, the secondary of the Eagles, which was going in, I thought, one of their strong suits, but it it didn't look that way on, on the field. It looked like, um, you know, Avante Maddox, Marcus Epps, those, those kinds of guys were getting beat. Um, and then the play at the end, that was the big one. I thought it was a super entertaining, super close game. I don't think it's a – I don't think you can make that call in that situation, not because it's not a penalty, but – you have to be consistent throughout the whole game. And exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, if you're going to call that, you should have called that the whole game to call it in that spot. I think, you know, that's brutal for it to be decided like that. And not that it was decided on that. They still would have probably got some points there. Um, but it was about they got time. a field goal. It, it was it a was time, time situation. Yeah. Um, so it probably cost them another, what minute and 30 seconds. 
That Basically, they, they ran the clock down to two plays. You know, they, yeah. had, they then, gave the Eagles two plays, kickoff return, and that horrible. What was that? Fucking. I think his foot Mary. slipped. I mean, Something we happened. saw people slip the entire day. I know. I How is that? Slipped. Isn't that pretty amazing that that field, they, what was it, the first time they ever used They're like, we're going to use an experimental Spend, field during yeah. the Super Bowl. Experimental, yeah, strain Expensive. of grass. Expensive as hell. And it was only, it, they put it in two weeks before. I was like, why don't you? It's the biggest Untested. stage on the planet. Wouldn't you have tested it during an NFL football game before the fucking right? Super Bowl? Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> Someone horrible. should get fired. The, uh, A whole company should get fired for that. I mean, what the hell was that? I think the Eagles had to switch their cleats, like all, yeah. all the players. they, You know they put that down four feet deep? I heard they put it down four feet deep of loam and, and um, sod. It doesn't matter how deep it no. goes. It matters about the top, I guess. Supposedly they've been researching this grass and it cost eight hundred grand or something like that. It's like sounds like a scam to me. Cost eight hundred grand out there, and it's trash. It's shit. Um, you know, I, I always like grass. As far as Just put down real grass for, for fuck's sake, or not an experimental thing. I mean, could you imagine yeah. if they go out to yeah. the the national anthem? They're like, "This is an experimental microphone. This is our yeah. first time doing this." Like, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't do that. No, the playing surface too. That. And that's the other thing that really pisses me off about the halftime show is there's so much, you know, fan fodder and, and shit they put on the field and fuck up the field and everybody's walking on it. And then they got this team of like 50 guys coming out after the, the halftime show, like trying to fix all the divots and, yeah, you know, it's like, why do you have to, and you know, that's not even with Rihanna on the, on the floor. She had those really cool, uh, rigging. Systems I'm surprised they did her. that, dude. The, those lift things. Yeah, the rigging team on that killed it. Killed it. it. You killed awesome. it. I mean, what, I think a few months ago they showed those things. They were do. There was a show in either was it in China or Japan or something, and one of them collapsed. It's like one of them fell, and it was yeah, that's not good. Big, it was bad. going through my brain during during that show. I was like, oh yes. my god! And yeah. the platform's not that big either. And the no. wire's not that much, and there's not yeah. much you can do if anything goes wrong. It's like, my, oh, that's... My thing with I, it was, I'd be scared to stand on that thing. Yeah. I thought she was looking bigger because she had a harness on. Because why would you not be harnessed on that? You know what I mean? Like uh, She was. Yeah, she was harnessed in there. Was she? Yeah, I, didn't I notice noticed it. it. I kept looking. Okay. They, had a, they had a strap attached from basically their back, right above their, you know, their lower back, down to the floor of Smart. that thing. But it wasn't like it was basically they were attached to the thing, which makes sense. But it's like if the thing falls, that person strapped to the thing is dead. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty most likely. That's, uh, <laughs> some serious rigging there to get that, that is and and, and to get it to to uh, to come in like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah. And nice and uniform, keep it all level the whole time. Like they must have had cranes going over the top yeah. of the stadium. Yes, I don't know what they did. Excellent halftime show. Very, very good performance by by everybody. Back to the game, if we could. Yeah, and, sure. Uh, I think the the two you guys definitely touched on on uh, some important points there. Um, the one thing I would point out is that Eagles go into halftime ten point advantage. Yeah. I believe they, they had they had uh, twice as much time of possession in the first half yep. than mm-hmm. the than the Chiefs did, and then. They're kicking off to the Chiefs to start the second half. Chiefs possessions in the second half. Touchdown, 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 field goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really good, good in the second half. I mean, how how bad is that defense? And and now the Arizona Cardinals hire that defensive coordinator as as their head coach. I don't what I, like they fell apart 
defensively yeah. in that second half. The whole idea with this Philly defense, you touched on Ryan, the, the secondary before, but their defensive line, I think they like set a record for the number of sacks in the season. And then they didn't touch him. They didn't touch him once. This Not is once. a guy that's physically compromised with an offensive line that's that. that's uh, uh, it's probably it's an upper half offensive line. But nobody's sitting there saying this is the number one offensive line. They were on the other sideline during this game, mm-hmm. and I mean the the Eagles' defensive line runs about six seven guys deep. They're they're cycling these guys in and out. It's not a fatigue thing. They played less than half of the first half on defense. I mean. That's a complete breakdown defensively, I would think. that Those are the people that I'd be pointing the finger at. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I mean, All those points they, are true. Um, and just to just to pile on that a little bit, the Eagles stopped running the ball as hmm. far as with their running backs. They run too much with the quarterback, which, you know, I get that's the kind of player that he is. But, you know, um, what is this? Seven carries for Gainwell, seven carries for Sanders, and only three for, for Boston Scott. You would think they, with the game, you know, not out of hand, but you know, they had it in control. You would think they would try to grind the clock a little bit more than that. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I completely agree, man. I, they had the lead by at least a score going into the fourth quarter and, you know, they've been dominant in the running game. I mean, they ran over the giants a couple weeks ago. Uh, they ran really well, you know, two weeks ago in the division uh, the championship game and they, they, you know, these coaches, I you know, I feel like the young coaches don't know how to win the game. It's like you have the lead, make your decisions to, you know, kill the run the clock out, long drives, and then, you know, your defense gets some rest and you win the game. And a lot of these teams don't know how to do it anymore. I, like the Rams, I feel like really screwed that up in the Patriots Super Bowl with McVay. Uh, the, the Falcons before that and the Patriots Super Bowl before that, this game, the Eagles, if they just killed clock and weren't, they kept bombing it. They kept going for downfield bombs. And it's like, that doesn't kill any clock. You need to kill the freaking clock right now. Mm-hmm. And they can't do it. They had the lead. I don't know. I don't know what they were doing. Yeah. They, they gave up the lead pretty quickly in, in the second half before the end of the third quarter, the, uh, actually very early no, I on it. In yeah, the, fourth quarter, fourth right? Quarter. Very early yeah. on in the fourth quarter, they were able to the Chiefs were able to take the lead. And then coming back, the the Eagles punted fourth and three from their own thirty-two. People are talking about, oh, they should have gone for it. Fourth and three from your own thirty-two. No, that was you? stupid. You no, can't that do would that. be mm. dumb with like thirteen minutes to go in the game. They, but that punt he, comes back to the five yard line. Kadarius Tony played a good game. Did he have he had a touchdown in the first half? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he's got what turned out to be, I, I couldn't believe this, the longest punt return in, in, yeah. in Super Bowl history. I saw, like, no I one's returned a punt that. for a touchdown in the I entire I was thinking of Desmond Howard. History. And I was like, well, he didn't have anything longer than that against the Patriots because I, I remember him just destroying us in that fucking game. Think about yeah. how many punt returns have been. This is like Super Bowl 57. I know, that one's surprising. Yeah, it anyway. Uh, so that was an enormous play for the Chiefs. They end up punching that in. Uh, a couple plays later, but um, you know, you, you come out of this game and the Eagles and chiefs, you got to feel like they were both number one seeds. You feel like they were the best teams in each conference for at least the majority of the season. I've had a lot of concerns about Jalen hurts and his ability to throw downfield. He, he played outstanding. Ryan, you touched on this earlier. Yeah. yeah. This is one of, I mean, he threw for almost twice as many yards as Patrick Mahomes. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he was just undefensible effectively for at least the first half. And now he's coming into his year, the last year under his rookie contract. He's going to get paid out the he's wazoo. So much money. Oh, and yeah. this is a guy so two years money. ago, I would have said, you know, he's, he's a trickster <laughs> as a quarterback. He's a trick play guy. Right. Yeah, and now two years benched. later, it's like he, he stood toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes for the majority of the Super Bowl. He's going to get yeah. 50 million. Lost his job oh, yeah. to Tua in college. I mean, he's yeah. had a, he's had an interesting road to get there, but, uh, I mean, he's proved it. He's proved it. I mean, the guy works his ass off. You could see what he does in the gym. Um, you ever see that video of him when he was at Oklahoma? He had to transfer to Oklahoma and he had to squat 600 pounds. Oh, yeah. He didn't have to, but he did. But it's incredible. Did, yeah. yeah. It's crazy, man. For yeah. A quarterback, For quarterback. quarterback kind of thing. Yeah. So then this begs the question going into next season, you know, clearly these two teams were pretty evenly matched. Going into mm-hmm. next season, which team would you rather be? Knowing probably. that Jalen Hurts is going into the last year of his contract, he's going to need to get paid. Probably the Chiefs. Mahomes is just the Chiefs dominant. are currently over the cap. I believe about ten million dollars over the cap right now. Uh, Mahomes' yes. cap hit went from I think thirty-five this year to forty-six next year, and then oh, yeah, it's going to well, stay probably... at like forty-six for the next seven years. Yeah, I, I know, I know that's a high number, but it's it's really it really is all about the quarterback. When you have someone that good, um, you know, for over the cap, we'll figure it out somehow. But we got to have this Frank Clark's gone. That's who's you gone know? on that team. He hasn't done well, and he's yeah. got a big cap savings. Cut yeah, him, and they're gonna go. in the in the black again, or extend so him, or extend yeah. him. Yeah, but he hasn't been that good. He's a playoff player, oddly enough. He's yeah, like not worth the third all time in playoff sacks. Like he's way up that list. It's really surprising. Oh, really? Yeah. The Eagles are going to have some question marks in their secondary too. Um, I think they're going to lose Bradbury to free agency, and then. Uh, there was another player there, the oh Gardner Johnson. I think they they might have to uh, re-sign him or something. But that was the problem. I thought I thought they got like their corners got beat up a little bit. And I don't know what the hell the deal is with Kelsey, man. Like I don't know. He's, we talk about it they, every week. It's so yeah, fucking annoying. He they you know? there were some clear double teams he beat too, which is stunning. They had a high low on him, and Pat Mahomes just put it right where zipped it in right where he needed yeah. to be. And it was the problem is you could have the the first half of the route covered, but Mahomes makes himself available for so long that's like oh we can't stick with him for ten seconds for fuck's sake like you know but it's it really is impressive I just wish he'd shut the fuck up after the game I, I you know <laughs> yeah Mahomes yeah. is doing an interview and he's got to jump in there and say whatever he wants to say no one believed in us you know no one really no one believed in the Chiefs yeah you guys were basically. You sure? You were Super Bowl favorites for a majority of the season. I mean, you're in the top three, right? Who was definitely putting three the bills? Teams like, yeah, you're saying the Bills were the ones. It's like, what are you even talking about? Yeah. If he's convinced of it, then maybe it helped him. Yeah. But yeah, obviously it's delusional. But self delusion oh, you... sometimes could be helpful. Yeah. I just don't like the uh, the other thing. I really don't like about this. I mean, we knew this was going to be the case. It was either going to be the Eagles win and their fans destroy the city and, and act super obnoxious <laughs> and, or or the Chiefs win and oh Mahomes has what two Super Bowls now so let's compare him to Brady who's been to oh, yeah. 10 has seven you know oh he's 27 <laughs> yeah well oh, yeah. he plays Brady a different style three than Brady before too. that Brady look how much three, he's already 
he's already getting hurt. You know, like I granted he's a great player, but can I mean, we? He's uh, got to do this for another twelve years. Get to four or five, and then we could start talking a little bit. I don't want to talk after two. You know what I however, mean? However, however, at his age, he is on pace. Currently on pace. Obviously, the he hasn't gone into the second and third phases of his career the way that Brady did. There's no guarantee he phases. gets to a third. I know, I know. But Tom Brady is. has objectively, you could maybe break up his career into three Hall of Fame careers. Like definitely two. But oh yeah. I mean the first third of his career, yeah, he won Super Bowls, but he wasn't Dominant. he wasn't carrying the team then. The team is really good. Yeah. Kind of like Mahomes. You know? But what, what so what what are you gonna say there, Sean, that he's on pace for what? No, but I I'm I'm saying that <clears throat> currently basically if you took his what his accomplishments have been over his five seasons and you extrapolated them out to sure. a fifteen or twenty year career, he would be in the Tom Brady class. However, obviously we all know this. Things don't right. go that way. No. It's not like I mean, I'm sure if you looked up who the fastest actually I think I know this. Uh, the fastest uh, baseball player to 100 home runs. And you go, okay, this guy, um, Tony Canigliero, who played for the Red Sox and ended up getting beaned in the eyeball and never played again. Oh, yeah, but yeah. Oh, yep. He was the fastest player to 100 home runs. And you go, okay, well, if we extrapolate this out and he plays as many seasons as Babe Ruth, he's going to hit 900 home runs, whatever it is. Right. It is fair to say that he is on pace. It is not fair to say that he is in the same class. Does that make right. sense? No, mm-hmm. I, absolutely. I mean, how old was Brady when he got his third? 26? Like 27. 27. So there you go. Yeah. Mahomes well, already lost one. Year old. Brady was a 23-year-old rookie, and then he sat out his first season. So his first right, season right. as a starter, he was 24. Mahomes right. was 22. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's kind of... Obviously, it's tosses premature. around the groat, goat thing all the time. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, I mean, he's a great like, You know how many quarterbacks have... Two Super Bowls, a lot, a lot have. Yeah, two he's Super in the Eli Manning not, territory right now. Not, not the Tom. Compare Brady. him. Actually, if you compare him to Ben Roethlisberger over the number of seasons, right? It's pretty fucking close. Yeah, you're right. And Ben never won again. The no, difference there is is a way better obvious. quarterback than Ben. Yeah, the regular season numbers are are crazy, but that's also a reflection. I, I I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but it, it's it's a reflection of how the league is too. Like it's such a pass yes. heavy league, you know. Of course, and the yeah. league's leagues down too. I mean, the AFC is obviously competitive, but like you know, just as a whole, the league has definitely been down. There were less touchdowns, points, everything this year. Um, I mean, Mahomes is great, but that's you know he's up there. He's if he retired, he'd be considered a great quarterback. I think that's where he'll be. Okay. Brady proved, you know, Brady even said between his two Super Bowls, twenty fourteen, he was like, "This is the hardest one." We ever had to get like I, it seemed easy because our team was so good. And the Chiefs have been the last two drafts. It's like incredible drafts, right? It's like everyone they got yeah, was really someone. So that really helps. I mean, you have one or two bad drafts, you know, it can go sideways pretty quick. Yeah, they're Tom definitely going to need to. Yeah, exactly. They're going to need to restock at some point. I mean, I like Tony as a player. Kelsey's. How much longer does Kelsey have to play? Maybe three, four years? He's like, th- yeah, what is he, 33? That's one of my que- He's 33. He'll be He's not slowing down. Season. So he's, I don't he's know. He's playing great, but does he have two years left? Does he have four years left? I would think I four no is the absolute max. Well, you, you know, can't play Gronk, like, like him at 38. Right. Gronk went 
down pretty quick and then just became like a playoff guy for the Bucks. really. Yeah. The thing with Mahomes, that is, um, you know, does give him a chance at someday maybe possibly being in the conversation with Brady is you, you can't touch these guys anymore. Um, back in, what was it, 08, right. when the guy landed on Tom Brady's shin, <laughs> you know, that right now you get like, that suspended was for that kind of hit now. Um, well, they're going to outlaw the tackle that has been causing these high ankle sprains. That's one of their, which is what the, the hip What's drop the tackle? tackles. Oh my God. The hip Where you drop grab them, you drop your drop hips them. and then their foot gets caught under the defender. They're going to, how do you, those. this is, I this think is they're out of control. That's horrible. It's turn into two hand touch. Yeah. I don't they know might as well, <laughs> honestly, no, no shit. Like you get two hands on the quarterback. It's a sack. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Put a flag on the quarterback and just call yeah. it a day. It make it red simple. Shirt. You know, but the red I mean, it is absurd. that'll solve us a problem with they Josh gotta Allen. Get, they have to get hit. Yeah, that'll okay. be good for us I, with Josh Allen. I got one more question about the Chiefs for you guys. So I'm looking at it now. The Chiefs have 74 percent of their cap for next season allocated to six players. Can you 74. name those six players? Obviously, Mahomes. The Chiefs. The Chiefs. Chris Jones. Mahomes. Kelsey. Chris Jones. Okay. Frank Clark. Frank. Joe Clark. Tooney. Joe Tooney. And there's one more. There's one more. Left He's tackle. making more against the cap, twice as much against the cap as the next closest player. Um, it's Marquez Valdez Scantling. Can you believe that? Wow. Isn't that crazy? Come on. How much is he making? He's making 11 on the cap. Makes Nelson. He had a, good, he had a pretty good like game, though, didn't he? He did have a good game. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Did you see Melvin Gordon got a ring? He was really? he was real honest about it too. He was like, "I didn't do shit. <laughs> I didn't do I'm here shit. for the ride. <laughs> Good for him, man. Super Bowl winner, running back. Why not? Why not? He's played for. He's just bounced around that division: Chargers, yeah. Broncos, Chiefs. Yeah. Um. Okay. Why don't we take a look back at our Super Bowl predictions at the start of the season? So I have them listed here. We went over it before the show. Uh, I predicted the 49ers, led by Jimmy Garoppolo, to beat the Chiefs. Uh, Jimmy never came back after he got the midseason injury. Right, you you guessed the Buccaneers over the Bills, and then JJ, you had the Bills over the Rams. So yep. both of you guys were high on the Bills going into this. Yep. But there's only Not one the of Rams. us that picked the picked the team that didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> now I did say right after that comment, if they get derailed by injuries. They will suck. So, you know, that did happen. Little, what are you going to do? You could say that about bar. any pick, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah, but the Rams were specifically, you know, they did. They got screwed. Not yeah, screwed, if the but... Niners had Jimmy G, do they win the Super Bowl this year? No. No, they don't. Oh, uh, maybe. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Purdy won, Purdy won. It's not like they lost by 30 because Jimmy wasn't in there. It's 30 because, because of Purdy? quarterback. No, they yeah. just didn't have a quarterback. No, they didn't have a quarterback. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, it would have definitely been more competitive. I don't think they would have beaten the Chiefs. How about the Bucks? Huh? The, the Bucks. you still had faith, Rye. You, I did. You're always I the, did. the I first tried to... one to move on. Be like Belichick. Maybe he's losing it. You know, th- this and that. Always moving on. The the forefront of thought. <laughs> he went with the Bucks. The I don't. Bucks. I, it's just Tom Brady. He's always fucking proving me wrong, and I'm like, okay, all right. I guess. And also, the NFC was like. Who the, who the fuck are you going to pick? You know, I think you, you had like the Packers high up there, right? It was like, yeah, I don't know. You know, the Rams were yeah, the NFC really good overall team. Card. 
I did not see the the Rams sucking as bad as they did. Um, you know, Niners went through fucking what four quarterbacks, uh, and they were still good. So it's it's NFC is really weird, man. And then we all had the the Bills of the Chiefs. Um, so that's you know we don't know yeah, nothing. That's pretty good. You know what I mean? Yeah, not too shabby. Uh, so yeah, that that's how the thing comes full circle on the 2022 season. The uh, the Patriots are moving into the off season right now, according to Pat's cap, um, Miguel Benzon on on Twitter, who's really an authority on the Patriots cap space. Three thirty two point eight million dollars in cap space for the Patriots to use this off season, which puts them right around the top of the league. At yeah, that's pretty good. That's counting McCordy. Counting McCordy at his current number, he is still undecided on what he's going to do. Um, right. Matthew Slater, however, is coming back. Sixteen seasons. Yeah, I'd like to see. Yeah, I don't the, know why he's coming on out. That. Why is he, he coming back? Um, I don't know. Because he, he can make three million dollars. Why wouldn't you? Right, I yeah. want to make three million dollars. Here's what I. I think they brought him back for the culture to have some more bridge to the younger guys for to to carry on the culture. He's still a, a good player. I don't think he's where he was a few years ago as far as a, a special teams player. Yeah. But he's, and he's he's just a good guy to 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 have around as far as leadership. I mean, he had a couple of those out of bounds penalties this year. Which yeah, were interesting. You yeah. know, which you never had seen from him. It's like okay, so yeah, his game definitely started slipping. Um, yeah, I mean, we got some money. We can make a little bit more money if we want, depending on doing certain things. I know we've cut a couple guys recently. Wilkerson, right? No, no, mm-hmm. yeah, nobody that's going to affect the cap because well, they, make it they go were up a little bit, deals. right? No, because the the top fifty one all futures rule. deal. They're not. They weren't top fifty one. We don't have fifty one players on the team right now, do we? We have sixty players on the team. Oh, we do. All right. Yeah. Well, I did see. Could I just I explain that top fifty one to the listeners? Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the off season, until final cut down day at the beginning of September, they only count against the cap the top fifty one highest contracts for right. that season. So there you go. So. John o. Smith is owed, I don't know, an exorbitant amount of money this year. Um, where is it? He is... 17.2 against the cap. 17.2 against the cap. And if you cut him now, you lose a million bucks on that. But yeah. if you do a post-June 1st, that number goes to $4.5 million in savings. Yep. So you only lose 12 and a half. I would do it. I'd fucking yeah. cut him. I would rather I'd get rid of it. I wouldn't deal with it next year. Next year, obviously, if you cut him, it's going to be better. But it's like, you know, we got to move on. We have to move on from this guy. I don't. I don't. I think I'm. You know, next year, it's reversed. So you you save twelve, you lose six in dead money. So you're still losing money. I just but, call it a day. But you what? got a new offensive coach coming in. I don't care. Things. You don't think Bill O'Brien yeah, can make him usable. I think he maybe could. It's just like I don't, I don't know. It, you know, I don't want them to have to design things around him like they were last year. Like last year, they were like, "We need to get this guy going. We're paying him so much money." It's like get rid of him, move on. They can't spend any more time trying to figure out how to get him involved. Get that guy Scotty Washington going or something. Who's you're paying absolutely nothing. And is huge. Like, I don't know. He was such yeah. a bad, just, you know, him, Aguilar, let's just move on from them. They were bad, bad choices. 
Let's yeah, go. I don't, I don't you know? really like the idea of moving on with uh, Johnny Smith with that much money still left on the deal. I think you could maybe package that. Um, you could if do, you trade forget, him, great. If you could I trade, I forget who the sure. player was a couple years ago, but they actually gave up a pick with the player to get like a lesser pick. Um, Jared Goff. Was it Jared Goff? Was it, it, was Jared, it Jared Goff, Goff and Brock Osweiler both had those deals. Brock Osweiler was the one I was thinking of, where they yeah. they actually gave up a pick for less just to get him off the books. That's something I yeah. would. Yeah, I would but Goff was a into. reasonable player. Like I don't know if <clears throat> can Johnu Smith start anywhere. Like who's gonna want him? I don't also, think he's as use- you- I don't think he's as useless as you're making him out to be, though. Like, dude, he, he was pretty him. bad. He was when a player gets bad. traded, their guaranteed money, at least portion of it, sticks with the team that trades him. Right. And also, if you do the post June one cut, you do save that that number of money this season. Mm. But the rest of the guarantees don't just go away from the cap; they're on next season. That's what the post June one is. Okay. So we don't right. actually save overall money on the cap. It just gets spread out over two seasons. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But I, I don't oh, know. God, they that. really blew it with him. Bill O'Brien is also. <laughs> I know you're annoyed, but it's like you're gonna you're gonna pay twenty million dollars for this guy not to play on on your team. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm almost that. there. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, <laughs> almost there. Is only one more year on his deal after this season. Right. Yeah, we're definitely not getting the return on that. But I'd love to see what he could do with Bill O'Brien's guy that's used t- uh, two tight ends before. He was around in the um, Aaron that's Hernandez, Gronkowski era. Mm-hmm. And also, um, this is probably the best tight end class um, for for rookies. Drafting? One of the best ever, I think. I think it's really? top. I think it's top. It's probably the best class I've seen in at least 10 years. I don't know who who would have a better class? Maybe Gronk's class. George Kittle's be... class was actually really good. Yeah. That was, that was a surprising year. Um, but yeah, it is, it's a deep class and it's rare, very rare for tight ends to be a deep position group. Yeah, no, normally it's not deep at all. Yeah. There's two or three guys being talked about and potentially could, could go in the first round. Obviously it's Michael Mayer, uh, from Notre Dame. We can get into all this stuff, uh, in our draft episode, but um, that's true. There's a few guys that there's one guy in particular that that comps to Travis Kelsey. Um, there's some really good players in this draft. So totally, uh, yeah. So the Patriots find themselves either between somewhere either fifth to seventh, some depending on how you do the cap numbers and what source you look at. Yeah, fifth to seventh in terms of cap space overall in the NFL. So they're in a very good position. And it doesn't get worse year to year. We're in a a position where we have a quarterback on a rookie contract for the next two seasons and then Mm -hmm. 50-year option control over him again at a very modest modest salary. Uh, That would be three years down the line. So they're they're in a very good position to be able to spend money. Now it's about identifying the right people to spend money on. We just talked about Johnny Smith. There's Nelson Aguilar. There's been a couple swings and misses as you always have when you're going to go out and spend a ton of money. Um, one guy that keeps coming up in articles I'm looking at Jordan Poyer. How do you, how do you guys feel about Jordan Poyer at this stage in his career coming from a divisional as a free safety? I, I don't want to spend that kind of money on him. Yeah, I feel like I Bill is good at drafting guys at free safety, making old cornerbacks into free safeties. I think there's so many cheaper options for that position. I don't want to spend big there. 
Yeah, first of all, we have a chance that McCourty comes back. Um, second, um, that's pretty, not to say it's a deep position, but you have some options there with um, Jalen Mills could potentially play that yeah, spot. I'd rather him draft go there someone. and get a cornerback. You could draft someone there. I mean, I would say a much better player, probably, uh, you know, McCourty type money would be uh, Jesse Bates from Cincinnati, who's going to be a free agent. Um, so Poyer would be a little bit down on my list, but he's not a bad player. And, you know, kick the tires on him if you have no other options there. But, you know, certainly take a look at it if, you, if, if you're in that position. Yeah. I just think it's expensive. They're, you know, projected to get, I don't know, 10 to 12 million or something like that. Did I don't you know. know. I w- Did you know McCourty what? has made more money at safety than anyone in NFL history? Mm. Not surprised. He's played like four years longer <clears throat> than Earl Thomas did, and he those made, guys were he, neck and neck in terms of. And he contract. got two good contracts. Yeah, yeah. McCourty did really well for himself on the yeah. contracts for with the Patriots. I don't know. I don't want to spend at safety. That's something I think we could draft or. Like um, like Ryan said, I, I'd really like to see Mills at free safety. I mean, that's what he was playing on the Eagles when we brought him in. Not to say that he has been bad at cornerback, but I think he would be maybe better at free safety, and I'd rather spend that money on a cornerback or bringing back Johnny Jones or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. What we're starting to see right now, too, and this is the kind of the fun part about free agency, is you're starting to see guys get cut, oh, um, yeah. guys that weren't potentially supposed to be free There's agents. There's going to be a, a lot, too. Some right. people, are, some teams are in real bad cap shape, as usual. Yeah. The Saints, Saints, yeah, Saints. But the um, the thing that jumps out to me is before all these cuts, I didn't think there was like a lot of a lot of great talent on the free agent market as far as like mm. good names, guys you want to spend all that money on. So I'm really thinking like, unless someone ridiculous gets cut that we just weren't expecting, like. I don't know how much Michael Thomas still has in the tank or, or, or one of those guys, but um, I just don't know who you spend your money on. So maybe you, maybe you trade for like a number one wide receiver or something and use some, some of the money that way. Well, there's some rumors flying around that the Patriots are kicking the tires in on um, number one guys. Uh, there's been rumors. They've been calling about Debo Samuel, who I find unlikely to come here, but just the fact that they're even bringing that up and that's out there means, you know, they're looking around, which is nice. Yeah. I wouldn't mind them. I mean, it seems like a, you know, we could get a good receiver too. I, right now, everyone's, you know, it's receiver, receiver, receiver. You know, you have Devontae Parker, you have Thornton from last year. You still have Bourne on your, on your receiving core. Maybe Myers comes back, but I wouldn't mind seeing them trying to get someone in the second round or something that's pretty good again and working with it. You know, Hunter Henry's good. You've got some, you know, your running backs are good. You really need to, I, if we have a good offensive line, I think our receivers are good enough, especially Kendrick Bourne. We were going into last year saying he could be our number one, and he just got absolutely you know, yeah. left behind. Not that I think he could do it, but I think it takes away for, you know, I don't know. I think we under overlook him a lot because of how he, him and Matt Patricia liked each other this year. And that really, and if that dude's an eight, 900 yard dude this year, receiver this year i think that changes things and that's what he was two years ago right. so i see I, would, I mean i'd take debo you know of course of course i don't know why the niners would would even consider getting rid of him uh, yeah, unless they're really cash strapped um i think we're we've seen the last few years how hard it is when you don't have an elite quarterback and and a elite wide receiver the way the game's trended to to compete some of these teams you know 
you look at some of these teams, they have two of them. And, and we have a bunch of number twos. We're trying to pigeonhole as number ones. I'm sorry, Devontae Parker, um, Kendrick Bourne. Good players, not number ones. All number that, twos. Yeah. Number twos, number threes. That's yeah. why $12 million to bring Jacoby Myers back. Like, yeah, what what is he really? Like, he's a good player. He's not a number one. He moves the sticks. He he's definitely like moves a the sticks for us. Big slot. Like I would rather have Myers than than most players, but um we need someone that we need someone dynamic there that, that defenses have to account for, that that pushes the safeties. Um Yeah. Yeah. That would be ideal. Obviously those players are in high demand and, and not uh too frequently dealt. I'm very surprised to hear how many T. Higgins rumors there are. I just feel like he is so key to, you know, the the best part about the Bengals is obviously they got a studded quarterback, but they, they have a multiplicity of weapons yeah, and they're very high value weapons and to give up on, on that just because he might leave in free agency after a season. I, I just feel like go for it, go for the, mm-hmm. the Super Bowl for them. Uh, a name that I am interested from the Patriots perspective that hasn't seemed to be coming up and, and it's arguable whether or not he fits that number one wide receiver, stretch the field, that whole thing. Chris Godwin, hmm. Tampa Bay. You've heard his name out there. He, I, I, I feel it just because he's 26 years old. Can you believe that? He's been in the league a, six seasons. He just turned 26. Really? He just signed Two a days contract, ago. didn't he? He did. He did. Last but year? it's, it's movable. It doesn't have a huge signing bonus. So it wouldn't be a, a terrible thing for the, for the Buccaneers to eat some of that signing bonus. It goes for the next four seasons. So, um, and the Bucks it, are 50 something million over cap. The Bucks are way over the cap. They are clearly not in a win now mode. Mm-hmm. They've got a, yeah, they got a cap dump. They're like, they they've got to really got to turn this thing out. over after Brady left. They really have to turn this thing over. So I feel like he is a key piece for them. That's probably going to get moved because they don't have a lot of, a lot of other pieces and they could save a bunch of money. Yeah. I mean, I'd take Chris Godwin in a heartbeat. He has had some injury issues the past year, but I mean, you have him, he's definitely a weapon. I'd call him a number one for sure. I'd take him. I'd definitely take him. Yeah. He doesn't play that much downfield, but he is a quarterback's best friend. Uh, Yeah. He's a chain mover. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of guys that I would be interested in, you know, any of them. That's that's all I'm thinking about right now. Just any of them, um, yeah, definitely gets get someone here to help out. That's, I mean, he's still at a thousand yards. I didn't even think he had a good season. He's still at a thousand yards and 104 receptions. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's good. So there's a possibility. There are other possibilities. You know, we just saw the Titans dump a bunch of contracts today. That's going to happen more and more frequently. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the the teams in the NFL I misspoke before and so the Chiefs were over the cap they are not they have about half a million in cap space currently slated for next season uh, but there are 16 teams in the NFL that are currently over the cap for next year there's going to yeah. be some significant movement on the waiver wire over the next couple of weeks as we lead into into free agency um, absolutely couple other some good players for sure too yes some people will be hitting the market other uh, quarterback stories. So Derek Carr had, uh, I believe, a guarantee in his contract that was supposed to kick in in mid-February, which is a really weird timeline for that. Raiders obviously didn't want to pay it. They cut him. He's already visited the New York Jets. At the same time, Aaron Rodgers has been visiting a dark room and uh, is just emerging today <laughs> from the cave. 
Oh, that's, believe, that's today. Is, I believe is it's today? today. Yeah. Could you imagine how blinding case. the light would be? But uh, Oof, I don't so know you, you have at least these two quarterbacks who appear to be available. Obviously, Derek Carr on the open market. Where do you where do you guys think these these two wind up? I mean, there's a huge push for the Jets to get somebody. It seems like whether it's Carr, them telling Derek Carr they're going to turn him into a Hall of Famer, or them trying to get Rodgers. I don't know where Carr goes. Carr is kind of a wild card. He, I thought he had a really bad season versus the past couple seasons where he's been pretty good, at least. I mean, not incredible by any means. He's had his problems, but good, you know, starting quarterback anyways. I think Rodgers is done. I think Rodgers is is kind of lost it. I don't know if CT's setting in or what's going on with him. I mean, every year he does some weird reset, and then he came back uh, – you know, this year and he sucked. He really sucked this year. I don't, I mean, he had a couple decent games, but overall he was bad and someone's going to give him a shitload of money. And I think he's going to go there and suck. He's going to be what 40. Right. And before yep. Tom yep. Brady, that was unheard of. Peyton Manning was done. Remember his last year? He was done. That was about age 40. Brady's the only quarterback that's ever gone on to start in their forties and be that successful playoff playoff win successful so i don't think rogers has that i don't think he yeah can do it i think cards i hope he goes to the jets and is terrible <laughs> i don't i don't see it i feel like i don't see him going there i don't see he's him saying the raiders there. they're saying the raiders a lot that's of raiders the raiders have, actually have money rogers they actually have money so that's possible i heard carolina um, i heard Carr could go to the saints but i don't see how that's possible with the with the salary cap issue there, I'm I think they're like fifty million dollars. They're like forty-four million dollars uh, over the cap, so I don't even it's know how 50. that's. Bucks how are that fifty-nine, and they're fifty. I don't know. The Saints have to like, and they're the funny thing about the Saints is if you look at how their cap numbers are set up, it's like they can't. They don't have that guy that's twenty-two million in savings at all. Like they have to trade people. They have to trade people and have other teams eat money because they are. They have been pushing this, you know, ball and chain so fucking far that they can't do anything. They have terrible. Marshawn so Lattimore and Ryan Ramchek combined are over eighty-four million in dead money. That's crazy. That's two players, and you don't you cut them, you lose even more against the cap. Yeah, There's yeah. A lot of surprising I mean, teams got, over the cap. Jaguars, Cam Jordan. I mean, they're all. Terrible numbers. I don't have know. What, I don't know how they even of, do this. Have you heard of David Onyamata? No. On the Saints, he's making ten million against the cap this season. Oh right, yeah, yeah. No, I see that. <laughs> well, who is? He's that? not even on the team. Yeah, who is that? He's uh-huh. gone. He's gone, but he's he's costing them ten million against the cap. It's like the agent. Manny Ramirez deals they're giving out down <laughs> Give me there. That guy's agent. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, this is bad news. They've been like that for a few years now. That's why I'm saying Michael Thomas. They've been like that since Sean Payton left. Sean Payton literally lit the building on fire and walked away and left the million, hundreds of millions out there for them to get screwed. And now the Broncos just hired him, and I guarantee he's going to do the same fucking thing. Yeah. They still haven't brought a defensive coordinator in yet. Um, for the the, oh yeah, Denver, yeah. Denver, yeah. That's a very attractive job. A lot it of is. talent on that defense. You got a good head coach who's going to handle the offense. It is. You, you just got to get on the horn and just do your side. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. some good coaches out there too right now. 
you know, Bucks are the same way. Looking at their cap situation, it's like uh, they have thirty-five million in Tom Brady this year, dead money. It's like, yeah, nothing you could do about that. So they interviewed <laughs> Rex Ryan and Brian yeah, yeah, Flores. I heard that. Oh, Brian Flores got hired as Vikings defensive coordinator, which is massive, huge. That's a huge, huge upgrade for them. for them. Oh, it's massive. Yeah. And then, really interesting here, the Chiefs offensive coordinator uh, Eric Bieniemy. Went to the Commanders. Went to Washington. A yeah, lateral move. A not one. even a head coach. Offensive coordinator. That is... It's, it's that, That's an odd move. I don't get that. Something's well, going on there. It doesn't seem like anyone believed in him as a head coach. Yeah. He, he had how many interviews and, and nobody bit. And so it's like, maybe they all thought that it was Andy Reid and not him that was in charge of that offense. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. He had a lot of interviews. However, Frank Reich... Uh, actually, Frank Reich did do a lateral move from Kansas City to Philadelphia to be the offense coordinator. But Matt Nagy was hired as a head coach after being the offense coordinator there. So I don't know. I think it's probably good for him to strike out on his own away from Andy Reid and at least quell some of those worries. You just wonder mm. if Washington, do they have any prospects of being good offensively? And is he just going to be blamed for them not That's being good strange... offensively? Yeah. I'm just looking at their roster, and I'm like, yeah, there's some young talent there. I like Dotson. Um, I don't know, man. I don't see how that advances your career in any way. I, but if he if he does do really well there, then it's like, oh, I took Kansas City, and then we took yep. Washington. Um, yeah. He's so, going to be a shoe-in after that. Got to be. Or he totally kills his career, <laughs> like so many people <laughs> do in Washington. And uh, yeah, all over the place. Matty yeah, P, look right. at him. His career is in the coaching gutter right now. Yeah, good, good. Yep. Yeah, so looks like we got some movement uh, coming up ahead. Free agency officially begins right around St. Patrick's Day. Uh, and there's my favorite misnomer the legal tampering period beforehand. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love Complete that joke. oxymoron. Yeah, uh, so that that's coming up combine happening this weekend we'll get a lot of great information out of that uh combines this weekend free agency is what in two weeks three weeks three weeks wow it's coming up quick coming up fast and uh the rumors that are going to be swirling coming out of the combine are going to be outstanding uh, with with all the media presence that's there in indianapolis oh yeah how much the board uh, you think the boards are going to change after the combine they always they always change change pretty significantly Um, they do yeah trayvon walker was consensus top 20 25 pick after the combine he was like a lock number one or two so i mean that's that's just the way it goes you see a lot of these guys especially like georgia guys um alabama guys they're so talented but they don't sometimes have the production because they're playing with so many other guys that are just fucking you know eating up all the numbers um it's really interesting I, i love the combine i love the small school guys i love um you know the the hidden gems you can sometimes find. I I love all that diamonds shit, so. in the rough. Yeah, I'm gonna be digging super deep into that, and uh, I got some I got some stuff up my sleeve for draft season. Outstanding. All right. Well, we could put a wrap on the 2022 season. Thank you both. Thank you Thank everyone God. for listening. It's been quite a ride, uh, and we got a lot to look forward to in 2023. Yep. Good riddance <laughs> yes, to this do. season. Let's move yeah. on. Good riddance <laughs> to this fucking season. Absolutely. Indeed. Indeed. All right, Great guys. future ahead. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you. Adios. Nice.